Hi, 안녕하세요. I'm Erica. Hi, 레이호. I'm Ellen. Welcome to Tubu or Not Tofu. We're psychotherapists who want to open up space to talk about topics in East Asian communities within a Western context. Hey guys, before we jump in today, a note on our content. We do briefly talk about the topic of suicide in this episode, which we know can be distressing for some. If you want to avoid this content, please see our show notes for a specific timestamp. We have also included a hotline and resource list for you. Be kind to yourself and take care. Welcome back, listeners. We're finally back and it's taken us a minute. Hey! Hey. (laughs) Hi! Hi! So, Ellen, do you want to share why we have taken a bit longer to record this episode? (laughs) Yeah, sorry, everyone. I know that we said that we would be doing it quite soon, but um, life happened. Mm -hmm. Um, We can can both share what has been happening, but um, uh, both of us have had a few things happening, but also I um, was able to really thankfully do a um, workshop at the Association of Christian Counselors um, at their uh, annual conference and I did that on intergenerational trauma um so that was a real privilege you know but a real eye-opener to do that you know because it's traditionally been a very um uh, uh white space you know a lot of counselors are uh, middle class and white and so for me as a Chinese person to show up and do that training was really special and really significant for me um so that's one thing I was preparing and doing and then yeah <laughs> and then um the other thing that I have just done is I wrote an article for the solar network in America uh, again on <laughs> I know for uh for Christian leaders of of um, Asian background um, in the world, but predominantly in America. Um, But I wrote a reflection piece on Shang-Chi and the intergenerational burdens and pains um, that the family were carrying. Um, I won't do any more spoilers into it because it might go into the film as well in case you haven't watched it. Um, it is a great article. I read it. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, you did. did. You? It was oh, really good. It was really yeah. good. You guys should go read it, but there are some spoilers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll put put that in the show notes if you want to have a look at it. But yeah, yeah so definitely. that's been keeping me going as well as just this continuous COVID life and uh uh, being a parent too so oh, yes. yeah yes. but what about you Erica what have you been yeah, doing speaking about being a parent I was taking care of my younger daughter's uh, severe jet lag <laughs> after visiting my family in New York for the first time in two years oh wow what was yeah. oh my goodness what was that like to oh, my to goodness. go it was so emotional to be able to see them and because oh. I've never seen her like uh, you know and oh my so, goodness have such a long time pass. I mean, the last time I saw that I was pregnant. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it's been a long time. Um, but Gosh. yeah, that was really good. But um, obviously yeah. with that, it was um, hard with the time difference for us to do mm-hmm. this recording. Mm-hmm. And also I've been really busy with um, training to become a maternal mental health specialist. Which oh, is fantastic. Passion. I know it's been my oh. passion, you know, for so long. Yeah, um, it's always been a special interest of mine, but to really um, start getting more specialty training on it has just been amazing. Mm. Um, and 
so I'm, I'm really excited for what's ahead. Oh, that's so fantastic. And when we do your, you know, when we do an in your podcast on getting to know you, Erica, it'd be really great to hear a bit more about, you know, what, what's motivated you to, to specialize in that area and for others to know what support there is out there as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely mm -hmm. not plugged within the Asian community as much. Um, yeah, at least from what I know of. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So today, mm -hmm. we are finally going to talk about <laughs> why, why we named our podcast Tubu or not tofu and how we came up with it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you've been thinking what a weird name. Yeah, right. <laughs> Have you heard any feedback from our listeners about the Not name? at all. I mean, at first, like their faces, well, if I've talked to people about it, their faces like, interesting. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of like confused. They're like, is this a food podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, so it, it would be really good to kind of explain a bit more about why we intentionally chose um, this name, because it's actually quite meaningful for us. Oh, um, yeah, so, okay, so yeah. yeah, tell that's us the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, <laughs> Oh, when was it? it? I think it was in the summer, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So in the summer, we were, we were like, okay, let's come up with a name. We knew what we were going to talk about, but we didn't want to um, mention Asian in the name of the podcast. We mm -hmm. kind of wanted to be a bit clever with some wordplay. And we thought, <laughs> let's not mention Korean or Chinese. And I had just, you know, in passing kind of mentioned it to you, right, that mm -hmm. there is this a tofu dish called mapo daofu. I think mm. I'm saying it in the Chinese way actually because in Korean yeah. it's mapo dubu. Right? Ah, and then yeah. in Cantonese it's mapo daofu. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so I'm probably butchering that way of saying it. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I, I said, you know, and there's also this other dish called sunubu, which a lot of Chinese people tend to like. Mm. And it's a Korean dish. And I thought maybe we could do something with this tofu name where mm. a Korean or a Chinese can immediately recognize it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it was really important to us to be able to represent both our backgrounds, both yeah. our ethnic and cultural backgrounds, yeah. um, but not so explicitly to say, oh, Chinese and Korean, but exactly. something a bit more playful in a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you kind uh -huh. said. <laughs> <laughs> then I said, Hey, what is tofu in Korean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how do you say it? And so, yeah, we said uh, we took a good maybe five hours trying to teach you. Dubu, <laughs> I can't even say it now. Language. Sorry, I can't say Chinese very well either. <laughs> Language has never been my forte for sure. Um, but then we were kind of looking around at like you know how how can we fit those two words in. And then suddenly, you know, maybe I, I never told you this, I don't think, but I used to do English literature at A level oh. and Shakespeare as well. So actually to be able to say, oh, to, to be or not to be or do be yeah. or not tofu is a real oh, special thing yeah. as well to oh, add that in. Um, right. Well, you can tell our listeners yeah. how, how that happened. So I said tofu yeah. and then you said tofu or not do boo um oh is that the question yeah is yeah, that yeah, the question yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we we started laughing <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, but we quickly both realized how we could both relate to that question. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And also it really, because the fact is we're both, we became friends in the UK, you know, well, actually before that, but we became friends in the UK and Shakespeare brings in that UK and British background that joins us together. Um, So quite beautifully, like Dubu or not Tofu um, became the name. Yeah. Exactly. And actually, I never thought of this, but um, as you mentioned, you having studied English lit, Mm. actually in American high schools, Shakespeare is one of the mandatory reading um, materials. Yeah. So I think it's quite apt because it's in high school or like at least in your teenage years, you're really wrestling with who am I, you know, what am I to do? Who am I to become? everyone around you asks you what do you want to be <laughs> right when it should yeah. really be what do you want to do but it's so interlinked True. with our identity especially in the asian culture isn't it yes exactly and i really well that's a whole other story but i try not to say what do you want to be when you grow up because yeah because what we're really asking is what job do you want to do exactly. because we can we we are who we are you know, as a, that's a whole other discussion, but yeah. <laughs> whole another, as always, yeah. we can bridge into so many different yeah. topics. But yes, yeah, so that's how we came up with that name. And yeah. yeah, but it links really well to the, the kind of the second reason, isn't it? You've kind of touched on it, but to be or not to be, Yeah. you know, and but a play on that is, I guess, East Asians, from my experience, or even in my personal experience, can I be myself? Or do I not, am I not allowed to be myself? Mm-hmm. Like, should I be myself or should I not be myself? Mm-hmm. Um, is a real struggle um, or has been a struggle for me anyway, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, am I allowed to be myself in whichever space I'm in? Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is one thing that comes up often when I'm working with third culture adults, mm. who are obviously third culture kids, mm-hmm. um, this whole idea of you don't really fully identify as either culture mm-hmm. and you have this third culture work you're working with and that you're identifying mm. with but um it's mm. constant this back and forth to be or not to be isn't it? Yeah. yeah yeah and it's a real question of like where do I belong mm. you know where do I belong am I allowed to be this way in this space because yeah. if I am I might be rejected like I think in the intro session or IG session I said about chicken feet if yeah. I really brought my chicken feet how would that be taken you know yeah. or would I be rejected so I don't do I need to hide that side of me mm. yeah you know, in in non-Chinese spaces but then you know the other way around like in Chinese spaces can I question Am I allowed to question? Because Mm. in my experience in Chinese culture, to question is very disrespectful. That's right. Um, So in Korean as well. Yeah. 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 So that's been a real struggle. A real, you know, having this bicultural, third cultural identity is, has been a really difficult place. So, So it seems quite apt then to have this question as well. Definitely, definitely. And I think it was just... Uh, definitely not coincidental that we both as soon as you said it, we're both like yeah <laughs> we know what that question is. but then we I remember we both also thought about um was it to be or not to be is is, is that the question? question yeah right yeah 
And then like, we, well, I can't remember. We were wrestling with that. Is that the question? Babe? Yeah. Is that the question or that is the question? That is the question. That's um, right. <clears throat> like, because it does sound a bit weird. Like, do you say tofu or dubu? You know, which one, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but then in some feedback we got is like, oh, it's too long. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, cut out that other bit of it because it's just yeah. too long. Yeah. 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 And mm. actually, um, Every time I share the name of our podcast, it seems mm -hmm. everyone is able to pick up that Shakespeare bit, which good. I found interesting. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember Ellie, you were saying that, oh, will people be able to recognize tubu because it's not used as widely in the Western mm -hmm. context, is it? Yeah, is yeah. Tofu recognized as, mm -hmm. um, but we thought um, it will work, and it sounds a bit more flow. It flows better. better, but also then we're championing, is that the right word? Champ, I can't say it, championing the fact yeah. that tofu is also pronounced in a different way in other languages. That you know, true. the common one is tofu, but yeah. dubu is an alternative. That's you know? right, that's right. Yeah. So we are educating. Yes, exactly. <gasps> okay, yeah. so... Um, and the last yeah there's one more yeah oh uh, yeah, it, yeah. Is it, um so what does being able to launch oh the, wait, wait, oh. the other <laughs> oh i'm sorry okay what was that <laughs> it's fine no no the last reason was about um oh, addressing yeah. yeah so really addressing taboo and stigmatized topics um within yeah. east asian communities um because are we allowed to are we allowed to address these things? What what is what's the shame that yeah. is there in actually saying these are the topics that we don't talk about or they're too shameful? Um, and as we looked in, I can yeah, shall, I'll just carry on and say you know as we looked into it, it was like I, I saw that it was from Hamlet actually. You know the soliloquy that he is contemplating life and death. Mm -hmm. and really contemplating whether to die by suicide, I think, um, from that. And obviously, you know, we the suicide is such a, a deep topic and actually quite a personal topic. And mm -hmm. when I realized that, I said to you, should we do this? You know, I'm not sure I really want to go there to, yes. because it means that we may have to talk about suicide. Um, but then when I sat back and had a bit more openness to it within myself, I thought, wow, actually we 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 have to be able to talk we need to talk about this mm. you know we need to the, these are not just taboo topics in east asian culture communities but actually in society as a whole mm. um and so it felt like the and not taking the name taboo mm. or not tofu would mean running away from it mm -hmm. um and avoiding it so it kind of sat right to say yeah we we need to break the taboo and the stigmas um about these really hard topics so yes. yeah yes. and as you said it's a personal story and we um sadly both have um personal stories of uh, people we know or in um, communities or communities. yeah and i don't think there's anyone that has not been touched by suicide in some way and the deep loss and the complex grief that comes from that um yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if this uh, I don't know how much you know about like uh, Chinese media, but in Korean um, mm. like Korean um, celebrity in the mm -hmm. Korean world, there's yeah. a lot of suicide. Yes, a lot actually. Yeah, 
and yeah it often makes me wonder how this impacts the young people actually mm -hmm. because mm. It, it, celebrities often can mean the world right? yeah and so when you have these associations and then what do you do with that right yeah exactly and it's so hard when it's not talked about mm. you know it's we know it as fact you know within the chinese community in hong kong you, there's you'd hear things in the news you'd hear that well yeah that people have died by suicide you know and but people don't really talk about it mm. at all it's just a fact right but gosh the pain underneath that and how do people process that mm. um um, and then what are the young, what's not just young people, but I guess everyone, yeah. you know, how do we process that that has happened? And what, what is, what is going through our minds, our hearts? Um, and where are the safe places to, to really talk about these things that, yeah. Um, yeah. so. So this is just one example of, uh, you know, one of those stigmatized topics that we're discussing, yeah. and we really wanted to make sure that there was a platform um, yeah. for the Asian community to discuss this and start, or if you can't discuss, at least hear people talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, those are some really deep and meaningful and also fun um reasons why we chose our name yes yes so we're not just some odd name <laughs> there you go <laughs> um but speaking about personal stories yeah so what does being able to launch tubu or not tofu podcast mean to you ellen wow gosh you know in all the year i, I was born in this country and um you know, I don't think representation of Chinese people has been low anyway. Um, I felt, you know, growing up, there wasn't anyone in the media or anything like that. You know, we've shared, I think I've shared with you before, but I, as growing up, I really wanted to do performing arts. Um, I wanted to sing, I wanted to dance, perform, but there was no one in the public eye that mm was doing those things. So, you know, maybe I'll talk about it in a different podcast, but there was no chances for someone like me to do something mm -hmm. like that, let alone someone talk about mental health mm -hmm. or access to mental health or where, where do Chinese people talk about their difficulties um, at all. And so for me, being able to launch this um, is so important because up until a few years ago, there was hardly in, there's no representation of mm -hmm. people from East Asian backgrounds talking about mental health. Um, so in the last few years for me, I felt like, gosh, you know, whilst I've been doing my own healing and inner healing as well, it's been like, you know, God, I've got a platform, God has given me a space. So yeah, can I be the the voice that I never heard um, when I was growing up? If 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 I can help um, the next generation or even our current generation and people to have more open dialogue about um, mental health issues or just emotions in general, what difference could that make for the people that are our future generations to come as well? Um, so if we can hear other people talking about it, it can just normalize it so much more. Um, but also doing it in community, doing it with someone else, doing it with you is really important yeah. because East Asians don't talk about these things. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important, I feel, that we are doing this together um, to open up space and to, I guess, to show people that people can talk about it. 
um, and that it is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but it is possible. Um, yeah. Sorry, don't look at the sleep. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's all real. It's all real. Yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> wow, that's yeah. really powerful, Ellen. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah I did share um that bit previously, but every time it it is it it is quite emotional because mm. it you know what we choose as a career option later on mm. sometimes gets so intermingled with our identities, even if we don't want it to be by our community. Yeah. And so I, I see it as such a, wow, that's mm -hmm. such an emotional thing. So personal. Yeah. And, and even yeah. now, like being a psychotherapist, it's still not very regarded. Mm. It's like, whether you're going to get a proper job or, mm. or there's so much taboo around mental health anyway, then it's even more strange that a Chinese person would specialize in mental health. That's just right. weird. Right. Um, so I'm hoping that in order, but because we're showing up and we're showing our faces and we're letting people hear our voices, that it will show other East Asians that their mental being in the mental health field is a choice and it is a possibility um that is valid as well yes yeah. yes and i just want to say and I'm, I'm sure that you agree with me on this ellen is that there are asians um that have gone before us that mm. have been in this field of work um, mm -hmm. or do talk about mental health openly and challenge others so we're definitely not the only ones right? oh no 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 um, but we definitely want to encourage those who haven't yet stepped into mm -hmm. that space isn't it um mm. or be in a similar season that we have once been in um but yeah yeah, and having the internet actually has been a great um, eye opener to what's going on in the world because before that it would be like, there's not many East Asian therapists at all. But once you got the internet, you're like, wow, there's loads of people doing stuff. This is amazing. And you can connect with them as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, fascinating fact. I think, I don't know about now, but when mm -hmm. I was in training, I believe I was the, or like my last year of training, I believe I was the only Korean psychotherapist in all of UK. No. I think so. I had a look and I couldn't find anyone else. Um, I mean, granted, part of my Google search skills aren't the most <laughs> advanced, um, but I'm pretty sure of it. Um, at every directory wow. as well, like definitely. Mm. Um, but I think that really speaks volumes about at least the Korean community in the UK. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is smaller than the Chinese community, isn't it? I think, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, I, um, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, but still very much needed though. It doesn't matter how small oh, yeah. the number, yeah. it's still so needed. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, great. Wow, so what does uh, launching uh, Dubu or Not Tofu mean to you, Erica? Yeah, it means so much. But you know, before I share, I just want to share you sharing that story again about wanting to go into performing arts. Mm -hmm. Actually, it reminds me when I was little, I did a bit of dance and mm -hmm. I, while it wasn't a career path I wanted to pursue, I, I do very specifically remember there is no one like me in the industry that I know of. Mm. And so that was a huge deterrent factor of like, oh, it's not gonna get me far anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, mm -hmm. there's what's the point? I probably won't be chosen for anything. <laughs> yes. 
Wow. And yeah. you already knew, you already knew. Yeah. You know, you knew your place it in that in a funny way, but you knew your it's not funny actually. But <laughs> within, you know, it's actually not funny because sadly the discrimination you knew that someone like you would not get an opportunity exactly exactly yeah. and it was 13. <laughs> so and how how sad that you knew that some things were not accessible to you yeah, yeah gosh yeah wow but um but yeah going back to your question mm. um yeah for me being able to launch this podcast with you is amazing it's one thing that i come often think about is um how i wish i knew about counseling and mental health more um, especially when i was a college student and just mm. growing up and just destigmatizing all these topics um i wish i had like you know like i guess like an older sister like us to talk mm -hmm. about it um and like it's just um i can't remember who i Oh, yes, I was talking to my friend back in New York about this, about how a lot of the books she read were by white authors. Uh -huh. um, and mm -hmm. so, you know, when you think of that in books, you know, think about, you know, also like what you hear and what you mm -hmm. watch and just how much power there is in representation. Mm -hmm. um, and like, just like you said in, you know, there's no uh, in the Chinese community, how they ask you like when are you gonna get a real job in mm -hmm. korean culture it's like um like i asked my grandparents i mean granted that there were less mental health resources back in their time when they were younger as well but they didn't even know the term for a therapist mm -hmm. they were like oh i think it's called this and then i would ask like my aunts and they were like i think it's called this yeah and I found that really fascinating but it re really probably reflects how much the culture doesn't really engage mm. in that way um and so hopefully being to launch this mm -hmm. it will change that and there'll be a cultural shift on a wider scale yeah yeah um so you know yeah it's so funny because I was <laughs> so I was on this trip uh, visiting my family i told my grandparents oh like grandma grandpa i you know with my friends we launched this podcast <laughs> i was like hmm yeah they're not gonna know what a podcast i was like it's like a radio station <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're like oh what station can I use? oh <laughs> and i thought this is hilarious oh my goodness i have oh. to like unpack every bit of this statement <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. um but I just found it so encouraging that they thought it was an amazing idea, but mm. had this happened like maybe 10, 15 years ago, would they have been as excited or even aware mm. of what, what's happening, what this topic is about? Yeah. I'm not sure. And I think, you know, it makes me excited for what's going to happen 10 years from now for our podcast. Like if we're so around, <laughs> it's probably really <laughs> <laughs> thinking on my part but um yeah uh, yeah yeah but i think it's also amazing timing because so much mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is happening for the asian community on mm. on media so i don't know how many <clears throat> of our listeners know this or mm. um i don't know but on sesame street uh, which mm. is a big children's show back in the states um and i think they have it here right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
there is a new Korean character called c h i y o u n g and oh. it is huge. This is like massive. Um, yeah. For me, all I can think about is, wow, to have this shown to kids in their developmental years mm-hmm. of like there is someone like me on TV, like someone like mm-hmm. Elmo, <laughs> but like you yeah. know, she looks like me and she has a name like me, and you know, she likes Korean things like me. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I think it's gonna be huge, and I'm, I'm quite curious to see the impact of that on on the children. Gosh. And to I, I I didn't see the whole episode, but I think mm-hmm. I think Simu Liu was also on the same mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> Yeah. So you can see how massive this thing is, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I think, wow. yeah, just just to have this launch around the same time as that, what's going on, it just reminds me that there are big mm-hmm. things happening everywhere. It's yeah. not just here. Um, mm-hmm. and it just, yeah, it just amazes me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and just as you say that, I can really see the joy coming out of you. <laughs> You know, like the joy, (laughs) (laughs) but just the joy of even just, I can't say the name of the girl that is in Sesame (laughs) Street, you know, but the fact that the way that you, the affection that you talk about her is amazing, you know, and I can see it means so much to you. And yeah, and I think, you know, I was asking you the question earlier of, you know, how, and we, we, in our work that we do, we talk about, um, we work with our inner children, you know, the inner child that we have. And the question I asked you was, you know, how, bless you, yeah. How does your, how does your inner child feel seeing this girl on Sesame Street? Oh my goodness, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It really reminds me of when I was younger, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. k-pop i know k-pop has become really big k-pop and k-drama mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know k- you know it's just korean music and korean dramas mm-hmm. it's become really big um but within the new york asian community um mm-hmm. it was i think always quite big but i remember the specific year i think when i was 13 um mm-hmm. There was this music uh, K-pop group called HOT, and mm-hmm. everyone in our year was obsessed with them. Like everyone. Okay. Oh, I remember I was like fourteen, I believe. Yeah, fourteen. And there was like this one week, mm. everybody like okay, not everybody, but pretty much everyone who was Asian had dressed mm. up as this K-pop group. That oh week. wow! And like people were just singing their songs. Yeah. And, like I had to pause for a minute and think, is this really happening? Like, is this really mm. happening? Like, how is this happening? And that shock clearly comes from because it doesn't happen every day, right? Mm. Where the Korean culture dominates a setting, yeah, like that. And so I always wondered, oh, I wonder if K-pop will ever become even bigger, mm-hmm. right? And as mm-hmm. we know now, it it has become really big. And I think if you know. Looking at my fourteen-year-old self, she would be so excited because I was a music like fanatic. <laughs> um, she would be so excited. Wow. But I know it's a bit, it's different. But mm-hmm. of like that younger self, I think mm-hmm. my excitement today is even more excited than a week ago because mm-hmm. the other day I showed the Sesame Street character video to my daughter, mm-hmm. and there is a scene where she talks about. 
food, Korean food, and oh. her eyes. Oh my goodness, Ellen, her eyes just tripled. Eyes. <laughs> she looked at me like, oh, she's like, yeah. She's like, mommy, I know that. She's like, oh. I eat that too. And then they talked about the hanbok, and she again like looked at me like in just utter shock. Yeah. And it made me realize in that moment. Oh, you don't really see representation of yeah. Korean in regular cartoons or regular yeah. TV. You know, on a I don't know everyday basis, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, and that just really hit me, and that yeah, yeah, yeah. assignment got even more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. yeah, and that is so amazing. To hear, <laughs> I'm like kind like, of scary. Like no, that. but it is really emotional yeah. because it really, it really hits for me. Like hearing that my younger parts, you know, my inner children are going, yeah, you know, we we grew up only seeing and hearing like British culture, like white people, mm-hmm. and this is not to say that there is anything bad about that right but not seeing your culture your people your ethnicity represented anywhere gosh what does that do what has that done to our psyches Mm. you know what has that done for us to not be um, validated within the media that we see the cartoons we see from such a young age when all our dolls are like barbies or mm-hmm. um you know and their blonde hair blue eyes um and what does that do to someone that doesn't look like that mm-hmm. you know and, and i'm not just talking about ethnicity but i'm talking about size and height and everything yes. that you're not normal Yes. You know, all the messages that you're not normal and say so actually seeing and hearing your daughter get so excited. Mm. Gosh, that just shows that things are changing. Yes. You know, and that the next generation is going to have a, a better, I hope, a better yeah. um, real validation of all of who they are, which we didn't get. Mm. Um, but we can be a part of helping them to grow a healthy, healthier, like, um, self-esteem and image of who they are and who they've been created to be, um, which includes their their bicultural identities, you know, and Absolutely. ethnic heritages as well. Yeah. Uh, again, to highlight, it's not to say that one culture of their identity mm. is larger or more important than the other. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. being acknowledged that that part is there, right? That part yeah. Is there. And I think for me it just Mm -hmm. showed me how naive i i was thinking like Mm -hmm. um, for my daughter i thought it wouldn't be as much of an issue for her because Mm. you know i times have changed things have changed and it has Mm. gotten better but Mm -hmm. i guess not to the point where for my daughter to react like that was quite Mm. surprising to me yeah Um, and she was aware it sounds like she was aware that this was not normal you know or it's not the norm for her to have things that represent part of her identity being shown on tv that's right and that's really amazing to hear yes you know so amazing because she's seen you know she's actually seen yeah and you know even part of me hearing you talking about your teenage days it's like oh wow my teenage self didn't have any of that you know we didn't in britain we didn't have like i don't even remember hearing korean k-pop in 
the UK. So there yeah. was no East yeah. Asian um, in the mainstream. That's right. So, you know, yeah. so even dressing up as someone would be weird. Right. Dressing up as an East Asian that wasn't Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee yes. would be, or, or Chun Li, is that it? From from the, from oh, the from, um, street you, not, yeah. not, you know what i mean you know that game that i can't even remember the name of that people also very just... overly sexual yes right? <laughs> exactly but those were yeah. the only things that people were aware of in this country mm. so wow you know to, to know just yeah to, to know that our kids are going to grow up with better representation is going to do so much more for their whole identity yeah um, yeah definitely. yeah yeah so wow wow what? yeah <laughs> and one thing you said which was really fine we're adding maybe we'll cut this out i don't know but you said like we're, we're kind of like the older sisters that um <laughs> we never had when we were younger right so yeah i mean you know the fact is we are therapists but we're not offering therapy on this podcast yes, so we're obviously. just we're offering our lived experience but also our training our background and we're sharing mm-hmm. um so yeah it's kind of like we're big sisters who we wished we had but we yeah. we i have this running joke with erica now because i love this word <laughs> but we're like the ajumas <laughs> and i am in denial to this day I'm not an ajuma <laughs> uh you know I, i'm trying to <laughs> and i hear that i hear that but I, i'm trying to embrace my ajuma <laughs> status because that's probably what i am anyway <laughs> and we're still trying to figure out the chinese translation of that or oh, what, what did we say it was i think um, you can see lie but oh no 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 do not not someone said it's not <laughs> so so listeners maybe you can help us with this if yes. it's like ajumatari sounds like really cute and like affectionate see lie is definitely not affectionate <laughs> well i so, will tell you now not all ajumas are cute okay, <laughs> it can be very sure, scary sure. but um and perhaps but, that's my uh fear of affiliation with that term. <laughs> But yeah, but if listeners, Korean or Cantonese, Mandarin speaking listeners, if you want to help us with names, that would be, that would be cool. Yes, definitely. But yeah. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. So we we will probably unpack more of this with every episode that comes out. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. um, Yeah. um, Great. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so that is Dubu or Not Tofu. That's our name. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us again for this ride. And uh, we are definitely going to be trying to do our next episode very soon. You yes, know, where, definitely. Yeah. And as Ellen shared about inner child work, which is a type of work that we um, delve into in therapy. Um, but if you would like to hear more on that topic in an episode, please feel free to message us or to leave it as a comment in our next ep- um, not episode, in our next um, Instagram post. Um, mm. And just feel free to continue sharing what topics you would love to hear about because, you know, that's what we're here for is to talk about the topics that you guys want to hear. Um, yeah and do share with any yeah share with anyone else as well that really would benefit from from hearing and normalizing these kind of topics as well Um, yes yes and what would really help us is if you follow us on our podcast i I believe you just click that 
Yes, Ajima. The Ajima is yes, telling me. Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. <over> there. <laughs> um, and anyway, with that, with that, we'll stop talking here. And <laughs> yeah, with that, we will say good night and thank you for listening to Divu or Not Tofu. Good night. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>